0: Richard Nixon. Well, I'm not a crook. Ronald Reagan. Tear down this wall. George W. Bush. I can hear you. And Donald Trump and a friend of mine for a long time he uh, only likes politics if you ask him about how are the Yankees doing he has no interest if you ask him almost anything he likes politics and he's a professional at the highest level Roger Stone all of these presidents relied on one man to secure their seat in the Oval Office that man is Roger Stone this is the Roger Stone show on 77 WABC. This is the Roger Stone Show on WABC Radio. You can always find us at 770 on the AM dial. Uh, otherwise, if you're out of town, you can go to WABCRadio.com because we're streaming worldwide. We're here every Sunday from 3 to 5 where we talk a mix of news, history, sports, politics, style, culture, food. We're all over the place. Uh, and now joining me is documentary filmmaker and author Joel Gilbert. Joel Gilbert has written both a book uh, and produced a new documentary uh, based on the theory, which I share, that ultimately the 2024 nominee of the Democratic Party for president of the United States will be not Joe Biden, but in fact, Michelle Obama, the former first lady, of the United States, now I have said for some time. I've written it. I've said it. I said it in a speech in Palm Beach to the Turning Point USA conference uh, two weeks ago. That I believed uh, that the the combined burden uh, of the impact of Joe Biden's policies, uh, record gas prices, a seventy six percent increase in the cost of basic groceries ravaging inflation that is really hurting the buying power of working families, Uh, a disastrous foreign policy uh, in which weakness uh, provokes aggression, in which we have 370,000 homeless veterans in this country, yet we are shipping billions of dollars uh, to the war effort in Ukraine. And when the U.S. Senate is offered an amendment by Senator Rand Paul to have a government inspector general keep track of exactly where that money is going and how it is being spent. The U.S. Senate actually defeats that amendment. Why would any senator not want to go? Not want to know how U.S. tax dollars are being spent? Uh, now you combine that with Joe Biden's obvious infirmities, the fact that he often seems confused, uh, that he shakes hands with people that don't exist, uh, that he is uh, keeps falling down in public, uh, that he, the poor man seems bewildered. Uh, I don't wish him any ill will, but I, I think it's elder abuse. I really don't think he is up to what is the toughest and most difficult job uh, in the world, president of the leader of the free world, of the Western world. And now you have the burgeoning scandals surrounding him. Uh, House Republicans have now produced hard evidence of uh, extortion, uh, bribery, money laundering, uh, uh, influence peddling, illegal lobbying, including multi-million dollar payments wired from Russia, China, Romania, uh, 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 and uh, Ukraine to members of the Biden family, including Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, uh, Joe Biden's brother. So uh, I think the stench of scandal, Biden's inability to perform uh, as a candidate uh, and uh, the disastrous impact uh, of his policies mean that the Democratic power structure, President uh Barack Obama, without any question, the most popular and influential Democrat in the country today, uh, will decide to give Joe Biden the hook, uh, and uh, I think that the most obvious candidate to replace uh, to replace Joe Biden uh, is, in fact, Michelle Obama. Joel Gilbert, documentary filmmaker and author, uh, who has both a great book and companion documentary entitled Michelle Obama 2024 joins us now to break this down. Joel, welcome to The Roger Stone Show.
1: Hey, great to be here. I think you did a wonderful job of summing up why Joe Biden is such a liability for the Democrats. The only thing I would differ with you on is that uh, it's not the toughest job in the world. He made it an easy job. He spends 40 percent of his time on vacation on the beach or in Delaware, sleeps late every day. And I think you make the argument he doesn't really run anything. He's more of a figurehead, but is a terrible liability to Democrats. Nobody wants him. And in my film and book, I make the case, and I'm glad you agree, that uh, I think Michelle Obama has been preparing to be the 2024 Democrat nominee for several years. I noticed, and I cover this in my book and film, that she's pretty much following the exact same formula that Barack did to become president. Barack had a voter registration organization he ran in Chicago called Project Vote before he ran for president. 2016, Michelle started When We All Vote, running around the country registering voters. Barack was the keynote speaker for John Kerry in 2004, introduced the candidate. Sure enough, Michelle was Joe Biden's keynote speaker at the Democrat convention, introduced him and endorsed him. And uh, lastly, Barack wrote two autobiographies before he ran for president, was Dreams from My Father, and the audacity of hope, Michelle wrote two autobiographies, uh, Becoming and the Light We Carry, and these are very important for political people. They like to rewrite history and write a political document that the media can simply quote them on, and they don't have to be responsible for either their story or their history. So that's what I did. I completed a complete deep dive into Michelle's background. It turns out it's completely different than what she said, and I make the case also in, in recent months the Democrats have set it up for Michelle by moving their first primary out of Iowa, where she would have had to campaign in 100 counties, to South Carolina, where 50% of the Democrat uh, primary electorate are African-American. It's also a state that Michelle claims as her adopted home state from 2008 because her grandparents are from South Carolina. And the Democrat National Convention is in Chicago, of all places, for a hometown girl convention. So I think it's all in the cards. I'm predicting that uh, November will be the key month because – December 23rd is the deadline for getting signatures together to be on the Democrat primary ballots. And I think November, Biden will drop out for health or any number of reasons. And that's when the party will turn to Michelle, who's prepared herself for that moment.
0: Uh, I've kind of revised my opinion. I thought at one time uh, that the burden of Joe Biden, the political burden of him, would become so great uh, that he would have to resign. Uh, and uh, that he would uh, reserve the right to pardon himself uh, and his brother and his son and other key members of his family and his circle, uh, then I thought if he, if he resisted that, if he resisted a call by the chieftains and the, uh, and the leader of the Democratic Party, in this case Barack Obama, uh, they might go so far as to remove him under the 25th Amendment, uh, that requires a vote of the majority of the cabinet, uh, plus the sitting vice president. Uh, I've now kind of revised my opinion uh, uh, in two regards. Uh, I think that he is not going to give up that pardon power easily. Uh, these scandals are very real, despite the very best attempts uh, by the mainstream media to minimize them or to censor them or to hide them. Uh, this is uh, really egregious corruption at a level that we have never seen before. Uh, we are going to talk about that uh, on the show today with David Schoen, uh, who was one of the Trump impeachment lawyers. Uh, we see a direct correlation between all of this bad news breaking about the revelations regarding the Biden crime family uh, and these recent charges against President Donald Trump. But I now agree with you that they will keep Joe Biden in place as long as they possibly can, but that he will announce probably in late November before the December filing deadlines to actually place his name on the ballot in the Democratic primaries and caucus states that remain in their lineup. Uh, But then they have to explain why they are passing over the sitting vice president. That would be Kamala Harris. Now, I have Democrat friends who tell me the truth that they don't think Kamala Harris is any more capable of winning a general election than Joe is. Uh, But within the dynamics of that party, uh, where minorities and particularly African Americans are a very important base constituency, I believe the only way they could pass over Uh, a sitting vice president, who is a woman of color, is with another far more popular woman of color, uh, and that would be Michelle Obama. Uh, Joel, uh, Michelle Obama tells us that she doesn't like politics, and she has no interest whatsoever in running. Uh, What do you say about that?
1: Uh, Look, all politicians say they hate politics. They like the power part of it, but they don't like the politics part of it, so... Look, Michelle came up with that line, I hate politics, back in 2008. You might remember that she was the co-candidate with Barack. She was running around the country giving speeches to huge audiences. She said things like, Barack and I and our campaign and what we're going to do in the White House. She was the co-candidate, and she would say the nastiest things every night. She'd say, you can't pay your mortgage, don't get sick in this country, you can't afford food. And she kind of went over the top one time. She said, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country because Barack won a primary. Now, she said a lot nastier things than that, but the media picked up on that, and that's when the whole country kind of got in a firestorm and started paying attention to what the hell is she saying. And uh, that's when the campaign came to Michelle and said, look, we're going to lose because of you. People are going to hate you. So Michelle got a speechwriter that night, and she came up with a new line, which was, I hate politics, I just want to be the mom-in-chief. So that's how the media sold and papered over Michelle's very political uh, a negative background. Michelle is a very political person. Her father was a precinct captain in Chicago working for the Democrat Party machine. She partially grew up in Jesse Jackson's house because uh, she was friends with his daughter Santita in school with her when he was running for president. So she's always been into politics. She married a politician. So she's actually a better politician than Barack. She's a better speaker. She comes across more authentic. And uh, she solves the problem of Kamala Harris. Uh, not not that it was too big. I don't think the black community is so attached to her, being that she grew up in Canada, her mother's from India. Uh, Michelle, is a, to them, is a very authentic uh, member of the black community. Now, in my film and book, Michelle Obama 2024, I go into the fact that Michelle actually is not a friend of the black community. She had spent her childhood running away from the black community for education, always going to schools with white kids and avoiding black schools, and how working for the mayor of Chicago... She knocked down the homes of 20,000 black people, made them homeless, working with uh, for, for Valerie Jarrett as assistant planning commissioner. And then as uh, working for the University of Chicago Medical Center, Michelle's job was to kick black people out of the emergency rooms so they couldn't have access to health care. She'd ship them back to the south side in these vans. It was illegal. It was called patient dumping. So Michelle, Michelle made millions of dollars exploiting the black community. So as a politician, though, she makes up these phony stories to manipulate them into supporting her for power by claiming, hey, I'm just one of these ordinary black folks. I suffer discrimination. None of it, none of it is true.
0: Uh, now, I, I want to be very clear that I, I don't think this is a joke. I think people who make uh, raw jokes about Michelle uh, Obama's uh, gender or her sexual identity really are making an enormous mistake. Uh, She would be a very, very formidable candidate. She would be a very, very uh, popular candidate. She would be a very, very well-funded candidate. Uh, And the Obamas uh, can not only raise $100 million literally overnight, uh, far more than that, uh, but they can also easily ensure that they quickly collect the signatures necessary for her to be on the ballot. So – Uh, For those who find this idea shocking or think it is some kind of joke, based on my 45 years plus in American politics, I'm saying that uh, the American people need to take this very, very seriously. She would be a a very formidable uh, and difficult candidate for any Republican candidate. Uh, In this case, I'm virtually certain that Donald J. Trump will be the Republican candidate, despite uh, the war against him uh, in a corrupted and weaponized judicial system. Uh, But I think she's going to be tough to beat. Joel, what is the the key to defeating Michelle Obama? Uh,
1: Well, first of all, you're correct. She's the most popular person in the country, if not the whole world. And certainly the Democrats are trending away from white males. They appoint everywhere they can. They appoint... Uh, ethnic minorities, blacks, females, uh, to to positions because Donald Trump made such inroads in the black and minority community and delivered so much that, that the uh, Democrats had promised for 60 years and didn't do. They felt a need to prop up and put uh, minorities in positions of power, like the UN ambassador, press secretary, minority leader in the House, head of the Joint Chiefs, uh, under the very condescending idea and say, "Look, we have people that look like you, so give us power." A little insulting, but that's their policy. So Michelle just checks all those boxes. Uh, so yes, uh, Michelle has the uh, the power to to reach these people, and uh, certainly they get to use not only race but also sex. If you oppose what Michelle is saying, well, you must be not only racist but sexist. So they get to use those weapons. That's the Democrat Party today, and. Uh, Certainly the, uh, the foolishness around saying that Michelle's not female is completely not true. It was just a joke by Joan Rivers that kind of kind of went out of hand online. Uh, but Michelle's a very formidable candidate, and you can certainly watch uh, the entire real history of Michelle Obama. You can live stream my movie, Michelle Obama 2024, on Amazon Prime Movies or SalemNow.com, and then the book and the DVDs are on Amazon.com.
0: Uh, I, this is a great book and a great documentary. Joe, I'm going to ask you before we finish one more time to tell folks where they can get it. Now, a major news story broke this past week, which I think could potentially be the fly in the ointment uh, if there is indeed a plan to uh, to give Joe Biden the hook and replace him with Michelle Obama uh the obama's personal chef tafari campbell uh who uh, evidently lives within their compound there in martha's vineyard uh drowned on sunday july 23rd this story broke on monday july 24th uh and since that time uh the the new york post reported that the uh investigation into Campbell's death has been closed. The Massachusetts State Police uh, and the Edgartown, Massachusetts Police have uh, insisted that Mr. Campbell was paddleboarding with another female staffer at the time of his drowning, but they declined to identify who that person is uh, on the forms that are available under Massachusetts uh, Freedom of Information Act laws. That information is curiously left blank. Uh, we were told uh, that President Barack Obama uh, was not on, and his wife, were not on Martha's Vineyard. Then that was amended, and we were told that they were on the vineyard, but they weren't home. Well, the vineyard's not that large. We were initially told uh, that the that the distress call to the police uh, did not come from the Obamas' compound on Martha's Vineyard, uh, that it came from a house four, day, four homes away. Now we're told uh, differently that the call did come uh, from uh, the the Obama compound, but the again the state police and the Edgartown police declined to identify who it was that made that call Uh, the UK daily mail is out this past week with a shocking story in which they say uh, that there is a cover-up reading here from the directly from the UK daily mail uh, Massachusetts state police are covering up information about the drowning of Barack Obama's personal shelf labeling the incident an accident but continuing to withhold information under the guise of a quote ongoing investigation. Again, I'm quoting from the DailyMail.com. It's been 11 days since Tafari Campbell drowned in a pond bordering on the former president's estate, but authorities are rejecting requests for even the most basic facts, including the identity of the sole witness uh, and the identity of the 911 caller. The state police are citing a public records law exemption, that they say allows the police to withdraw any information that could jeopardize an active investigation. Yet they tell the New York Post that the investigation has been closed. The head of uh, the New England region's largest First Amendment organization, coalition, told the Daily Mail that the police are abusing that law given the fact that they have already ruled out any sort of foul play. So the only matter pending is a toxicology report that would show whether or not Campbell had drugs in his system or suffered some other type of medical episode. Uh, the burden is on law enforcement to show how the investigation may be jeopardized by releasing additional information, said Justin Silverman, executive director of the New England First Amendment Coalition, a news organization. They are not doing that right now, this really flies in the face of the Massachusetts public records law, he said. Uh, now, the other uh, anomaly here that I find uh, interesting is we are told uh, that Mr. Campbell was paddleboarding with another person. We are told that he was 100 feet from the shore uh, and that at that location, uh, the pond is 8 feet deep. Well, I have studied the bathymetric map put out by the Massachusetts state government and the U.S. government, and it shows that the depth of the pond does not reach 8 feet until well beyond a point that is a 100 feet offshore. So anything under a 100 feet, uh, the height of the water would be closer to 3 feet meaning Mr. Campbell would be able to simply stand up. Mr. Campbell himself, uh, the late chef, posted a video to his Instagram uh, account that shows that he was a very able, uh, indeed a strong swimmer. He's posted uh, a video of him swimming, actually wearing flippers. So, Joel, what do you make of all this?
1: I think uh, there's a lot of... uh clinton-esque mysterious things going on because the story keeps changing we keep getting facts and uh, contradictions and uh, the obamas definitely put some some kind of uh, blackout on the information for example michelle obama took a full week to even make a comment normally on twitter she comments on everything the same day affirmative action you name it. it took her a week she just posted on instagram I will miss my friend Tafari. The emptiness is hard, but I promise to stay strong, keep living, and honor your legacy. So it's just a lot of weird things. And when you've got so many weird things, there's always more to find out. So if we found out that Chef Tafari was speaking to book agents about writing a book at some point, I would not be surprised.
0: Uh, it's pretty strange that they took the White House sous chef home with them, but then I asked the obvious question uh, because I've looked at his Instagram account, um, he has a wife and kids, but where were they? Where are they? Where do they live? It's uh, they- extre-
1: extremely weird. What's what's he doing living in Martha's Vineyard uh, assume the, with, with some mysterious uh, female uh, uh, who's also a staffer for the Obamas? What's her real relationship that she's paddleboarding with this guy? So I think there's more to find out. Uh, unfortunately, Don't forget that Joe Biden won in 2020, despite the the laptop being out there, despite all the uh, information we had at the time about him taking bribes from Ukraine. And he still won. So whether this will have an effect on Michelle's uh, what I believe will be her upcoming candidacy, I would think that it probably won't affect it in any way. But there's a lot more to know from this incident, I believe.
0: All right. Well, I just have a feeling that we're never going to see that toxicology report. We're never going to see that autopsy. I think we're going to have the same kind of censorship that we have had uh, in the matter of the Hunter Biden laptop. Unfortunately, uh, we are out of time town. uh, me. we're out of time. Uh, I'm Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show. Let me thank my guest, Joel Gilbert. Joel, tell us one more time where people can get your great book and your great documentary, Michelle Obama. 2024.
1: Yes, uh, just go to SalemNow.com to live stream the movie, SalemNow.com, or Amazon Prime Video to stream the movie, or get the book and DVD on Amazon.com.
0: All right, Joel Gilbert, many thanks for Thank joining you. us on The Roger Stone Show.